This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Okay, we just talked about napping, and we were talking about napping yesterday because both of us was like, I need a nap. A uh, survey has found that the ideal... Survey! Jesus Christ. That the ideal peak nap time is... Oh. Yeah, you got to pick a day and a time. I'm, when it, when I'm is... At the time, I'm going to go. This might be a little obvious. Okay. I'm going to say noon. Oh. On Wednesday. I thought you were going to say, like, 8 o'clock. I'm going to take the easy way out and say noon. <laughs> Am I close? Uh, Wednesday, 9.39 a.m. Uh, really? That early? Yeah. Weird. What time, are these people, what time are these people getting up? It doesn't say. Wow, because uh, some of these folks be getting up at like seven thirty. So like you, like you just got to work and you're like, man, I need a nap. <laughs> Listen, I get it. There's times when I wake up oh, yeah. and right away I'm like, I need a nap. But but nap, but nine thirty is our lunchtime. That's yeah. that's why I guess I was thinking. Yeah. You know, early risers. One hundred percent. Nine thirty nine. Well, so that- either that or I would have thought like. Like 3 p.m., a lot of people seem to hit a oh, wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2, 3 p.m. And then there's a difference between a cat nap and a nap nap. Yeah. Cat naps, you know, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. That actually helps me. So 65% of people say the urge to get a few Z's in strikes before noon. Mm. But most people, a lot anyway, can't make that happen, you know, work. Uh, an average nap is how long? How long do you think the average nap is? Doody, doody. I'm going to say... Uh, 32 minutes. Mm-mm. Right down there. 51 minutes. 51? Uh, most people can't fit in the midday nap. Does that include the time needed to fall asleep, or is that just 51 minutes? I don't know. Okay. Uh, 26% of people claim they brought a pillow to work before. <laughs> Why haven't I thought of that? Um, if napping at work wasn't strange, they asked the most unusual places that people have napped. And more than 20% of people <laughs> have napped at a doctor's office, at a museum or art gallery. Really? At a restaurant. Just sitting there, nodding off. I guess. Interesting. And at a movie theater. I fell asleep. Oh, I slept through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, them damn dream loungers be comfy. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're, it's it's better than your home furniture. I, yeah. I, I guarantee you. I dare you not to fall asleep at uh, point 10. There's sometimes I have to like. <laughs> Get a belly full of popcorn. I know. And then <laughs> I got to like... put my recliner down because <laughs> otherwise I'm too comfortable. I'm like, I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> your napping is. Uh, yeah. If you're able to wake up and if you're sleeping good through the night. And uh, you know you're not pounding caffeine to get from point A to point B. I think your your nap game is tight, dude. Yeah, dude. You know, what do you think? Yeah, uh, my nap game is varied. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I can do 15 minutes. Sometimes sure. it's a couple hours. Listen to your body mm-hmm. and drink some water. But yeah, yeah napping at 9:30 seems so early. That's uh, I feel like that's for retirees that get up at seven and. Uh, like, uh, eggs, going back to bed. Um, when most Americans wake up. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, most Americans wake up at 7.20 a.m. It's the average wake-up time. Interesting. Um, this one says peak time. Well, 6 and 6.30. I suppose it depends on what time zone you're in, I guess. Uh, so by then, they've already been up for a couple hours. I think if there's uh, if you sleep too much, you should see a doctor, I think. I mean, too much is, there's probably a, that's a sign. There's your sign if you're sleeping 10 hours a day. Well, no, some people need. You think so? 10 hours a day, oh. yeah. But if all you're wanting to do is sleep, yeah, 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 that's yeah, a yeah. huge sign of yeah, depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, other physical issues, yeah. But, I mean, I would hope by now everybody knows what their ideal sleep amount is. Mm-hmm. I'm a, If I can get. I mean, on the lowest end, four and a half hours, right? But, like, ideally six and a half is good for me, six and a half to seven. I can, uh, when I go home, I go home and sit with the cats for a minute, but I can sit down on the couch for 10 minutes, fall asleep, wake up, and I feel dynamite. Yeah. It's incredible what it does. But I'm so used to five hours of sleep a night, I just, I don't know anything else. Yeah. I've been doing it for 40 years. Right. Well, well I'll be 40. Uh, oh, no. I, I, I've been napping. I've been working on my the nap game since. Stilt skin. Yeah, since I was uh, a youngin. Yeah. Just, just little babies. Didn't even know work. Little just, baby nap. Yeah, so. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. All right, inflation. Let's talk about inflation and sandwiches. Mm. Um. <clears throat> Mm. Subway is now selling three-inch sandwiches. Interesting. Not in the U.S., though. Not yet, anyway. Uh, They did debut their big old three-inchers at Subway locations in Pakistan recently. Inflation is really crazy there at almost 30%. So they wanted a cheaper option to get people in the door. Now, I was all like, man, a three-inch sub. All right. Uh, What is that? Three bites or so? Three, four bites? And that's the inflation-fighting sandwich. Yeah. That's not much food, is it? Um, it's called the mini. That's not gonna work. But you can't get like like you you always get the cold cut trio, right? I'd like twenty seven three inch sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't just walk in there and be like, I want the three inch cold cut trio. You can't do that. It's only one kind of sandwich. It's a three inch sub with a breaded chicken patty. Oh. Okay. Which I didn't even know. Like no thanks. Interesting. Toppings like pickles, lettuce, tomatoes, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. There's no way like, I'm going into a sub shop and eating anything that's three inches. Let me see. The chicken sandwich wars, dude. Okay. So that's okay. I get it. It's 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 a convertible sub into a sandwich. Well, I, I mean, I get it's it. It's like the size of a bun. Sure. Right. It's close. So. Sure. All right. Yeah, when, when you put it like that, Biatch, it makes perfect sense. I guess. I don't know. It's a chicken sandwich. Let's just call it what the hell it is. Jersey Mike's already sells a mini sub in the U.S., but that one's five inches. <laughs> How much is that, son of a bitch? I don't know. That's a good question. What would I pay for three inches? So now, it's a sandwich. Uh, so. I don't know how much the Jersey Mike's is, but I know how much the Subway one is. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the one in Pakistan costs about a buck twenty-five. It'd probably be a little more oh, here. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'd be like two-something here. 
Not clear if Subway plans to start offering them somewhere else, but something to chew on. I got, uh, uh, I said a couple of weeks ago, I stopped in and I got that uh, double, uh, look it up, it's a double meat. It's one of their new sandwiches that, and, uh, that the guy, football guys are advertising. Oh, at their Subway? Fresh menu, whatever it's called. And I have to say it was too much food for me. I, I, um, I, I ate it and I felt ill. Not because the food wasn't good. It was too much food. Like too much meat? Yeah. It's like a pound of meat. It's unbelievable. I'm sorry. I just died from nitrates when you said that. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a name for it. I can't remember. I can't remember either. Uh, Delhi Heroes. De- is it a Deli Hero? A sub- it's sub- like literally twice. A new category called Deli Heroes. It's like twice the Italian 12-inch sub. Jesus Christ. Well, that was like one time uh, I hit up a Jersey Mike's in the in an airport somewhere. It was a JJO trip, and uh, the f- there is such a I didn't I didn't think these words would ever leave my mouth. There is such a thing as too much cheese, you guys. <laughs> like they put so many different kinds of cheese on this. I think it was a vegetarian sub. Right. What, but they were definitely overzealous with their cheese. Well, my cheese gets drowned. You know how many banana peppers? I put a pound yeah. of banana pepper. I, t- I He goes back. He dives back in there three times before I'm done with banana pepper. It was like biting through a half an inch <laughs> worth of cheese. I was like, like yeah. I call it the... <laughs> I like uh, a provolone. Hold everything else. That'd be great. <laughs> Thanks. I was like, no, this is too much, bro. Oh man. Yeah. Ooh. No, I get it. Yeah, it's there is a. Yeah, you get the steak and cheese. I think has quite a bit of yeah melty cheese on it. I have not. Uh, I've, I haven't been to Subway in a very long time since mom, I, there was an incident. Oh. Let's just say plumbers were called. Plumbers were on notific. Plumbers were on standby. Dave Jones was on hot standby. We had three trucks standing by. <laughs> no. Well, what was the incident? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I will take forty nine percent of the blame because I was pretty high, and I went in to get a subway sub, and it was this fellow who was clearly the only person working there and was under a lot of stress oh, yeah. and pressure. Normal, yeah. Right? And I in those situations, I'm so sensitive to people's energy that I was like, okay, my goal is to be the easiest customer ever. And I don't I don't want to make his night harder. I want to make it easier. So I ordered my sub. I was ordered and I was like getting my veggies on there. And I asked for onions and it was like his hand grew to five times the size oh when goodness. he reached in and put the onions on there. And it was like my sub was like 70% onion. But I didn't want to be like, whoa, right? And take him off. And so I was just like, mm-hmm, trying to be low maintenance. And then it went through the line. And then I asked for, again, I will take some of the blame because I was high. But I wanted the sweet onion sauce. And again, heavy on the onion. So even though I had picked a bunch of the onions off and I was eating in my car, so now my car smells like onions, and then the onion sauce soaked through. So then it was like so much onion, and all I could smell for like two days was onion. Yeah, the onion incident, the great onion massacre. 
Yeah. So I broke up with Subway. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was, I like had PTSD from so it. So traumatic. I know. <laughs> there are starving people in the world, but uh, thank God you've given up onions. I mean, wow. That sounded pathetic. It was bad. Yeah, it was bad. I know. Oh well, you said something there that was really weird. I, 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 uh, it made me laugh. You sounded like the dude from Molly Hatchet when you said, Mark my hand. Or something. <laughs> you sounded like uh, Danny Joe Brown from Molly Hatchet. Did you realize, were you trying to do that? No. Do you remember I, what you said? No. You sounded like, that was weird. That was really weird. Just had a weird flashback to a Molly Hatchet concert. Hi, how's it going? What's up? You're Johnny and the mayonnaise, right? Oh, oh dude. dude. Dude, don't even start. Olives, banana peppers, uh, vinegar and oil, and uh, mayo. Yeah, it's a heart stopper. Yeah, dude, it's fine. <laughs> I'm not here to judge your sandwich. Thank you. Hello? Johnny, you had trouble with too much meat. At least that doesn't run in the family because your mom can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> you lose, John. <laughs> First the onions, now my mother. Ah, I can't win today. All right. Wait, does my mother smell like onions? Wait, I'm confusing. <laughs> I'm confusing the stories. Hey, hey, uh, dude, the uh, I don't know if you know this. The auto workers went on strike last night. This is not good. Uh, thirteen, thirteen. Thousand auto workers walked off the job at midnight last night. That can't be a good thing for us. The UAW UA, seeking big raises, better benefits from General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis. Stellantis bought uh, the Belvedere Chrysler thing. That's why they're oh. dark. They want to get back concessions that the workers made years ago. A small percentage of 146,000 members walked off the job. I think they're going to tear it. I think the, the longer they don't get demand, the more factories are going to shut down. Yeah. I'm making um, that face. <laughs> uh, small percentage or 13,000 went off at Wentzville, Missouri, Ford Factory in Wayne, Michigan, Stellantis Jeep plant in Toledo, which I think took over Belvedere. Sean Fain, uh, combative president of the UAW, says his uh, targeted strikes combative. will give the union leverage in contract talks. That's good. It could also make the union's $825 million strike fund last much longer. What kind of union fees? <laughs> What well, the? that's a big-ass union. That's a huge union. Yeah. Uh, what do they want? Uh, the workers, the union is asking for 36% raise, general pay over four years. Top-scale assembly plant workers gets 32 an hour now. In addition, UAW is demanded to end to varying tiers of wages for factory jobs. Maybe like people just starting out. A 32-hour work week with 40 hours of pay. That ain't going to work. Well, the... We got the 40-hour work week because of unions, so who knows? The if restoration they... of traditional defined benefit <clears throat> pensions for new hires who now only get 401K and a return of ca- uh, cost of living pay raise, among other benefits. So they want to work a 32-hour. How do you get paid for 40 hours when you work 32 hours? So they want they want to work eight hours less and make 36% more? That's an interesting negotiating strategy, as in not good. Uh, well, so he's saying th- this is basically go to the table high, right? Sure. Uh, like, like you mean like <laughs> high. Not like I was oh. at Subway. <laughs> okay, gotcha. 
So uh, our members are working 60, 70, even 80 hours a week just to make ends meet. That's not a living. It's barely surviving, and it needs to stop. Um, after receiving a contract proposal from Ford, which Fane says insults are very worth, he gave another address on the platform. The labor movement once fought for a vision of work life in which everyone had eight hours for work, eight hours for rest, and eight hours for recreation. Sadly, it feels like we've gone far backwards. Uh, we've had to fight just for the 40-hour work week to bring it back, you know. Mm-hmm. Advocating for shorter work weeks is not a new concept for auto workers. Congress amended federal labor laws in 1940 limiting the work week to 40 hours, but nearly 15 years earlier, Ford, Ford Motors became one of the first companies to implement the 40-hour work week. Um, Fain said that he learned that the UAW had advocated for 35- and 32-hour work weeks back in the 30s and 40s. And you know, 80 years later, in bargaining in 2019, our leader, leadership was agreeing to seven-day, 12-hour schedules, Fain said. So he's banned at the former leaders of the union, right. too. Right. I don't consider a 30-hour work week ambitious. I consider it almost a human rights issue, he said, adding that many workers' health has been impacted by the long hours. Yeah, with some suffering injuries. That's the reality of standing there on assembly lines, sure. working day after day, seven days a week, 10 hours a day, 12 hours a day. So uh, I think he, it's not like they're going to end up only working 32 hours. Like, like the, he the- wants them to... So Just the, not be so working 12 hours a day. The physicality of the carpal tunnel, the things at the end right. that ruin your mm-hmm. body. All right. Yeah. Over the past decade, the Detroit Three have emerged as robust profit makers. They've collectively posted net income of $164 billion. Oh, my God. Check your onions. <laughs> and $20 billion of it this year. And we're in September. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> GM said it boosted its offer to a 20% wage increase. Nothing to sneeze in. Got to go high, including 10% of first year over four years. Mary Barra said we're working with urgency because we got to crank out Cadillacs and Sierra. Mary Barra. Chevy Sierras. Um, where are we at? Are we close? They also contend that a lavish UAW contract would force up the retail prices of vehicles, pricing Detroit automakers above competitors from Europe and Asia. Fair point. Outside analysts say that when wages, benefits are included, Detroit three assembly plant workers now receive about 60 an hour, while workers at Asian automaker plants in the U.S. get 40, 45. I hope they start start shipping jobs out because of this. Is that Belvedere? That was a kick to the balls. And of all three automakers collectively had enough vehicles to last for. Okay, so they got a 70 day inventory. Walk out of curse workers get $500 a week in strike pay, far short of what they earn by working. Yeah. $825 million. That would, for 146000 that ain't going to last six months. Right. That'd be going in a heartbeat. So. <laughs> the CEO. Mary Barra. Um, this is a Ford president. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's well, it's it's fam. That's family owned too. I mean, it's still a Ford, right? Well, he got a three point seven million dollar bonus last <sighs> year. So, what's your point? <laughs> Talk to me. Do we really have to jack up the prices of cars, or I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to do in my head. The math that if you work thirty two hours, what that's going to do to a price of a car. Well, but they ain't going to be working 32 hours. They're working 60, 70, 80 hours. 
So no, I'm saying the, another yeah. Name. The hope is I, I'm, I'm saying <clears throat> a, a, a decrease in output. Yeah. Wow. Because I know that how that ends up on the retail end. Yeah. Well, that's greed too. I think the union ought to start their own car brand. <laughs> they take that eight hundred twenty-five million and start their own. Mm-hmm. Why don't you buy a three D printer? Oh. Make it happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Call it the UAW mobile. You got a plant sitting right down the road, yeah. sixty miles down the road. Let's crank it back up. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Okay, uh, this is kind of wild. I'm sure some of you have seen the posts on socials. Um, there's a town in Portugal. They had a flash flood over the weekend, but it wasn't because of rain or even because of water. Oh, The streets were flooded with red wine. The town of Lavira is near the coast. It's about 150 miles north of Lisbon. And there's a big distillery there. And on Sunday, two holding tanks full of wine broke open and spilled about 600,000 gallons of red wine into the streets. Oof. Which could have been a problem. I mean, flash floods are bad, whether it's water or wine. Uh, distillery is still looking into what happened, but they did take full responsibility and said that they're going to cover the cleanup. Nobody hurt. Uh, one person's basement was flooded, say, but be, they're going to take care of everything. It's kind of romantic to see a, a river of wine until you see your pickup truck uh, getting washed away down the road. Yeah, no the kidding. Road. Then it would not be that romantic. So there are video. There's video all over socials about. I it. saw it. I was just. It's wild. It's so much wine. Yeah, like I thought it was AI generated at first. Oh sure. You know. And uh, weirdly. I wonder if uh, the winemaker was drunk. Uh, wouldn't that be ironic when he opened the wrong valve? It's a pretty big valve. I'll show you a big valve. All right. I didn't bring it with me, but okay. it's on the car. Uh, so what, how do you? What happens is that it's smelly for a while. That's got a smell, doesn't it? Yeah, and I'm sure it's Probably staining get, uh, stuff. You get ants and whatnot. I don't know. Would do it. That's interesting. Yeah, because the fermentation, right? So you'd you'd think like fruit flies, flies, oh, sure. all kinds. Sure. Right? I don't know. Call it old whiny road. It's pretty wild. I'd be uh, I'd be out there with a with a tub with a bowl trying to scoop it no up. No kidding, dude. <laughs> God has heard my prayers. Free out wine. there with my Home Depot buckets. <laughs> I got my third I got my cooler out there I'm trying to I'm ba- I'm bailing wine back into the cooler. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, oh man, <clears throat> that is so funny. You, you ride the old wine raft right down the river. Yeah, there has been some uh, videos that they've put like um, Adele in an inner tube riding down. <laughs> you know, 
Which is, those are the reasons we love the internet, you know? Okay, I have... I had his liver with a fava bean and fine candy. <laughs> okay, uh, I have two different lists here. So I want you to pick one. Hit me. And then the other one is going to be an assignment for everybody. Oh, gee whiz. So we can either talk about right now the most hated songs and records in rock or the greatest music videos of all time. DJ's choice. What do you uh, want? Then? Oh, DJ. Do, 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 do. I'll mm-hmm. take, uh, what was the first one? I got videos and what's the other one? Uh, so one is the most hated songs and records in rock, and the other is the greatest music videos of all time. Man, I, I like to go with the so. most hated songs, to be honest with you. Okay. Most hated <clears throat> songs in rock. Uh, so there's a collection of the most hated albums and songs in, rocks, and, in rock, um, and so this is no particular order. We're going to start with songs. Okay. Um, How should we do this? Give you my unbiased, honest opinion. All right. I'm going to say the band name, and let me see if you can figure out the song that would be the most hated from the band. Okay? And then I want to see if it's a real rock song, because a lot of times they water that stuff down. Yeah, and this was like a classic rock publication. Oh, sure. So So we're going classic rock. Okay, fine. You can't put Barry Manilow on a rock list. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So, um... Give me four. Four. There we go. Turn it down a little bit there. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, so the band Wings. Oh, uh, Paul McCartney? Yeah, what song do you think would be on the list? Uh, well, you got Jet uh, coming up. Jesus, uh, you put me on the spot here. Yeah. I love I love Wings. I love, Paul McCartney and Wings is my favorite Paul McCartney. Okay. So I'm already annoyed by everything you're doing. Uh, coming up, um, shoot you if the time runs out. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is uh, not a fun it's game. The new squid game. This is not, yeah, no kidding. He's <laughs> got, got my ear blown off. Um, uh, uh, did I, was I close? Any, any silly love song? Oh, silly love song, sure. Yeah, I, I love that song. It's just a fun 70s pop song. There's another. Maybe that's why it's the most hated. Da 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 silly love song. Yeah. I look around me and I see it isn't so or no. It's just very Beatles light. Yeah. It's, it's very nice. It's it's almost a Beatles song. Yeah. But I don't think the Beatles would have would have uh, approved of silly love song. Okay. John Lennon would have hated that song. Yes. I. But it was the seventies. It was. Uh, you know the you know Wings. Oh, how many albums did they sell? Oh man! Wait, I'd like to. Are we doing li- a deep dive on Wings? Um, um, Sorry, everybody. No, I, I I would just like a chance to uh, rebuttal your uh, ch- Wings sold. <laughs> how many albums do you think Wings sold with Paul McCartney and his wife Linda McCartney was in Wings at the time uh. there while she was still alive. 54. They sold 24 million albums as a little w- off. I underbid. As Wings. <laughs> Shoo! I just, I just squid gamed you right back. The morning show, they're dead. The murder suicide. Uh, Band on the Run sold over 7 million copies. Yeah, sure. So I don't know what to tell you. Paul McCartney, uh, solo and alone, are with Wings, sold over almost 50 million copies. So you can kiss my booty. 
Okay, up next on the list, and this is like again in no particular order right. of uh, most hated rock songs. What stick song do you think is on there? Man, you are really <laughs> annoying me right now. Really? More like a pop song. It's not a rock song. I, I know. But, uh, I mean, it was played on rock radio, right? right. Uh, Starship, this is a universe. The band even hates this song. Um, it's gotten, it's gotten weirdly punchline funny over the years. Yeah. I don't mind the song. I know what he, I know what Dennis was trying to do. Uh, uh, it's, it's amusing. The song, he was predicting the future. I don't know what to tell you. He was trying to, oh, oh, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Trust me, nobody hates that song more than the band does. Oh, man. That came out right when I was moving to Kansas City, and I we played it. Oh, no. Twice an hour with I've Had the Time of My Life. If anybody should be sick of that song, I, I don't mind that song either. I mean, that was the uh, the, the uh, Knee Deep in the Hoopla record, uh, which I, I thought it was great. I, you know, it's kind of a comeback for Grace Slick. I, I thought it was a really well done record, if you listen to the whole record. It's 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 professionally made top forty music, right? <clears throat> Which I don't think the next few on the list uh, I don't think are rock songs. This one has to be a flashback for you too. Start the fire, and then Kokomo from the Beach Boys. That's not a rock song. No. Um, Studio from Phil Collins, and I didn't want to miss a thing. The uh, the eighties and nineties Billy Joel did not impress me. Yeah, that was annoying. You were a top forty then, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that had to be bad. And because it was in the the streets of Philadelphia, wasn't that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christ, so depressing. Uh, the people of Pennsylvania hate Billy Joel because of the song he did of, uh, uh, what's a city song in Pennsylvania he did? Why am I forgetting it? The Streets of Philadelphia. No, no, that was Springsteen. The uh, oh. the the other one he talked about in Pennsylvania. I don't know. They're closing all the factories. Why am I completely... Oh my spe- God, why? Huh? Okay. <laughs> people hate that what is song. Allentown. Allentown. Jesus Christ. That was a cheesy... Is he from there? I don't think so. Okay. Billy Joel, what a weird dude, huh? All right, uh, and then the albums, we can go through that. Yeah, the 80s, top 40, there was just a period where everything was just kind of watered down and uh, not, it didn't seem very original, (laughs) top 40-wise. Yeah. Back then, but uh, I don't know. I don't, some of these songs, like I said, I don't think are rock. Even if you put it on a like 
going your way back machine, was rock radio really playing Kokomo? Yeah, you got to remember the 80s. It was pastels. It was, I, I don't Shoulder know. Shoulder pads. Shoulder pads. It was. Uh, George Young Coke. The music really fit the decade. It it certainly did. Credit cards. And. Uh, Shopping malls. Yeah, I get it. And like anything. Yeah, it wasn't the most creative period of time when it came to top 40. So some of the albums that made the list is the most hated uh, rock. Um, I don't know how you're going to feel about this. Van Halen 3. Van Halen 3. Who, who said that? It's on the list. Oh. Lulu. Yeah, Lou Reed and Metallica. I'll second that. Music from the Elder. Let's kiss. Scream from Chris Cornell. How dare you, sir? Well, the only, well Van Halen 3 was the Sharon record, so... No. That one, uh, Is that, why? that was a hit and a miss. That was yeah. a swing and a miss. Uh, 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 dirty Work from the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. This is most hated. Um, what else did we got here? Cut the Crap from the Clash. Okay. Whatever. And that, you know what I wonder? So, like, in the future, are these lists going to be a thing? Are we going to be able to have most hated albums because we're just downloading songs? Uh, well. You know what I mean? You picked the low-hanging fruit there. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's worse. The, like the Mickey, the Tony Basil. I mean, I, you know, the, the real crap. The real crap that got overplayed. Yeah. And uh, gimmicky. You know, just the, the safety dance. You know, all that weird stuff that people hated. The right. Europe, the final countdown. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Ah, uh, catchy, but somehow irritating. I don't know why. I don't know the science behind it. Yeah. Right, and then it's like, okay. They just saw them as, like, ripoffs or something, you know, but. Yeah, and I missed all that. I only know the song. I don't know the drama behind it all, so. Yeah, if you put bands like uh, uh, Europe with like Asia, you know. Right. <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was a weird time. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but J.J.O.